Welcome to the Missouri City View podcast hosted by the Missouri Municipal League. I'm Laura Holloway, your host for today. In this podcast, we share the latest news happening in Missouri local government and highlight the local officials and city employees who make Missouri municipalities a great place to live. Keep up with the latest information for Missouri cities and learn more about MML at MoCities.com. Now on to the podcast. In this episode of the MML City View podcast, we are glad to welcome Missouri State Representative Bill Faulkner. Representative Faulkner represents part of Buchanan County, elected to his first two-year term in November 2018 and re-elected in 2020 and 2022. Prior to serving in state government, he served as the mayor of St. Joseph for eight years and also on the MML Board of Directors. Representative Faulkner has been a champion for local government advocating for Missouri cities to be able to make local choices that best serve their citizens. Representative Faulkner, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. We are so glad to have you with us today. Could you start us off by sharing just a little bit about your background? Why did you become involved in local government and what made you interested in becoming a state legislator? Well, how I got involved in politics or into local government, it was kind of like I think a lot of people, um, I was having a disagreement with the city on how they, because I own a plumbing company, and I didn't agree with the way they wanted us to do street patches, and so I was uh, pretty upset about it. My dad told me, he said, well, just don't complain about it. Do something about it. Run for office. And so I ran for city council, uh, was elected, uh, served four years, and um I soon found out that a lot of the problems I was having with the city wasn't so much the city's view on things. It was that they didn't have the the money to do it the correct way or they didn't have the backing of the elected officials. Uh, a lot of people, they want to blame the cities uh, for a lot of things, and that may be true in some communities, but I, I found mostly it's it's the the lack of of leadership from the elected positions because everybody wants to run on no new taxes. Uh, so they, they do not want to be the ones that say we need more money to fix things. And so they try to maneuver the money around uh, to just cover what needs to be covered. And when you do that, you fall behind. And so, but that's what I found when I got into local government. And um, so I soon started working with with the um, directors of the departments uh, to try to fix some of these things. And I, I hated kicking the can down the road, so we attacked uh, items head on and uh, tried to figure out a way to pay for them. And then we just started going to the people and and asking for tax increases or, or uh, things along that line to help us get where everybody wanted us to be. And so that from there, you transitioned to state legislator. Um, that's a that's a big jump. Can you tell us something that's been unexpected for you as you've made that transition? Um, yeah, I, I, I think to, to say I've been disappointed would be an understatement. Um, you know, I found that I, I was always thinking that you get down Jefferson City and you try to fix things, uh, try to be fair with people and try to do what's good for the state. And you soon find out that it's not that way. It's more about personal uh, items and agendas and 
and how is it going to affect them on their next office that they want to run for, and they soon forget about who they're representing. And that's been disappointing. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good people down in Jefferson City trying to do the right things, but I think they get caught up in the in the process, I mean, and get uh, bowled over, so, so to speak. And that has been the disappointing part of it because sometimes I don't, I do not believe that we're working for the betterment of the state. And, and that, uh, to me, is the reason why we're down there. So what are some of the ways that you work to manage that? Just trying to do what I can do in my lane, uh, try to take care of the things I can take care of. Um, I did try to run for leadership position to try to change some of those things. Um, I was not successful at that. Um, so, you know, all one person can do is uh, what they can do in the area that of expertise. And I think sometimes some people get out of that lane to where they try to do this, uh, try to get involved with subject matters that uh, they're really not, uh, they do not have the background uh, to successfully move them forward, but they want the headlines for it. And so uh, I just try to stay in my lane on what I know and then uh, try to help other representatives uh, understand some of the bills that they're bringing forward, how that would hurt a municipality or a community or how it will help or what changes to their bill we can make uh, to make it more um, agreeable to to everybody involved. Because I think to, to get the right legislation, it's got to be a win-win for everybody. It can't, I know everybody will not be happy about everything in a bill, but it's got to be close enough to where everybody feels like they have some sort of a uh, victory or a moving forward of the subject matter. Sure. So as you have been running campaigns and, and, and running for office at the state level and at the local level, what are some of the differences you see as you go about that process? Well, on the local level, I think um, you have to get more down into the weeds uh, of the everyday uh, government um, of what you want to try to push through or what how you want to help the citizens of your community because uh, they are more concerned with uh, with the how high the grass is on certain lots and blocking views of stop signs and, and things like that. Whereas when you get up to the state level, then you're looking at a bird's eye view of the state and you got to pay attention to not only what affects your district and, and your community, but how some of these bills will affect other communities. And so many times we have communities that have haven't done things the right way or um, something along that line to where we try to make a bill to fix that certain community. And what happens is it, it actually hurts other communities that are doing it the right way. And it just, it just makes extra paperwork or extra time. It costs them uh, the municipal municipalities um, what it takes to, uh, to put extra people on whatever it is that we think in Jefferson City we're trying to fix. And, uh, and regardless of what some people think, just because you're elected to a state office down there in Jefferson City, your IQ uh, does not raise, uh, rise to that occasion sometimes. I think it, it uh, goes down. And so 
um, you know, we've got to quit thinking that we know all in Jefferson City and still work with our communities to make sure we're taking care of them, but not hurting another community um, at the same time. Lots of moving pieces that you're dealing with, for sure. Well, you have several pieces of legislation that you've introduced for this session. Do you want to speak about any of those? Well, the one that's moving right now um, fairly quickly is a sunshine law trying to protect the uh, private information of minors. Uh, so as municipalities can protect that information, which I think in today's time is very, very important. Uh, some of the other bills that may be coming down the, uh, the pipe, uh, we're trying to fix the home-based business bill, uh, going about that at a different angle. Uh, also uh, addressing court records for uh, individuals who's lost a child um, but had but has had legal problems, uh, trying to get their information taken off CaseNet. Uh, so as a parent, you don't have to pull up CaseNet and see your deceased child still on there. And so we're working on a bill trying to to take care of that. It it went through had a hearing last week, and so uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, then then a lot of my bills are just. Uh, simple fixes on uh, certain things that have been a problem uh, for uh, like water districts and um, uh, things like that. So I, I don't have any major earth shattering uh, headline grabbing bills. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully and hopefully I, I, I hope that we get to the point this session with the way the Senate is right now. Uh, I hope that we can get some of the smaller items like the tax um, for safety tax and uh, uh, transient guest tax, we can get some of these items put together in a committee substitute and and finally pass some of these items so those communities can move forward with some very good projects that they want to do. And because I think in the end, everybody wants to, to get a win and I think this way we may be able to get both sides of the building a win on items uh, because these are the items that at the end of the session, everybody wants to pile stuff on them uh, to try to get their amendments on. And what happens, it just weighs them down and, and they go nowhere. And these are very important to the communities that are asking for these, uh, just the ability to go to the taxpayers and ask them if the project that they want to move forward with is if it's as important to them to vote for a tax increase. So uh, that's what I'm hoping to that this session turns out to be that we can get some of the smaller items across the finish line. Well, good luck for sure. It's early on in the session, so still a lot to come. Would you, you're working a lot, you know, still with local officials. Would you encourage any of them to consider an office at state level? Yes, absolutely. Because they have the knowledge and the experience on some of these items that some of the elected um, officials that or elected representatives that come down have have no experience in local government or county government, and when they see some of these things that are harmful to uh, to local government, they they really don't um, they don't have the knowledge and the background to know how it affects them. 
And so a lot of times you'll see some of these items uh, that the lobbyists are pushing and they'll go to representatives that they know uh, do not have the knowledge on, on that subject and they get them to carry carry a bill that they really, um, uh, in my opinion, don't know know about it. And so, uh, yeah, I would love to see more elected, um, former elected uh, local government officials um, run for state office and because uh, it makes it makes it easier to fight some of these bills that um, are so damaging to our communities and uh, they're not well thought out. And uh, so we need all the help we can get down there. And you are, you know, working again with local officials regularly. Um, of course, there's officials who are coming up to the Capitol or meeting with their legislator at home. What is, in your opinion, the best way for someone who's working in their local community to make sure that their voice is heard at the state level? Uh, really what works, in my opinion, is if you if you send an email and, and just say, I'm going to be contacting you on this subject matter, because sometimes the subject matter they want to talk about, we have to find out because it, it may not be coming down through our committee and, and we have to do a little background check. And then they tell me uh, if they're going to be at the Capitol or a certain day that they would like to talk to me. And so that helps me out a lot because it, it enables me to get the information ready. Uh, so when I'm talking to them, I have a little background knowledge on that. Uh, so, but I just constant contact with uh, your elected official. I mean, uh, and sometimes it doesn't have to be everything bad. I mean, you know, if you like something, if something's worked out, you can call and, and, and thank them, tell them you appreciate it. Because sometimes when you call and you just complain, 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 when you don't want this, don't want that, then, then they, uh, they stop hearing you. And so, uh, I think it's, it's also, it's also nice to hear that they appreciate what you're trying to do for them. One thing I, I wonder if listeners would be curious about, because it is such a different environment when session is going on in Jefferson City, would you want to describe a typical day? And I know it's probably nothing typical, but what would they expect if they came to the Capitol and, or what, what would they expect if they came into state government? Um, during session, my typical day is I usually get there uh, between 6, 30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we usually have uh, committee meetings starting at eight uh, sessions, usually at 10 o'clock. And then right after that, uh, you can get right out of session and go to another committee meeting. And then in between all these meetings, you're trying to squeeze in meetings with individuals that want to talk to you about certain things. And um, and then you've also then you're also meeting with other representatives working on bills. And as uh, the chair of local government. Uh, I'm sitting with some of the people that have bills in, in my committee trying to uh, help them navigate what's what they're going to have as opposition to see if there's any way that we can, um, that they would be willing to change their bill in order uh, for it to move forward. Uh, and I'm very fortunate. I'm lucky the committee I have is full of people that have been served in local government in one way or the other. Or another, and they understand uh, the process, and they understand the the bills that are coming before us, 
And we talk all the time. I'll talk with committee members all the time. And uh, especially if we if if there's a bill that we're not really certain about, we do a lot of communication now. And that's not um, it's, you know, we've got the Democrats and Republicans both. I mean, we we do a great job. Uh, We really don't care if there's a D behind your name or an R behind your name. Uh, We want to make sure that the policy is uh, the bill that is being presented is is done the best way. And so um, I usually get input from uh, several different people, especially if I know that they know that particular uh, part of, of a bill that uh, that's causing us a little problem. So, uh, but it's just busy uh, and getting back to, to our, our routine. And so, and we'll probably go sometimes um, uh, we're there till eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, depending on what committees you're on or what meetings you have. And, and sometimes you got to m- wait for other committees to get done so you can talk to a certain individual that you need to talk to. So, um, usually in session, I would say, especially Tuesday and Wednesday, it's, it's probably pretty much from about seven to seven to seven at least. You know, sometimes you get away a little early, but most of the time it's after seven. But I would say it's in that way. It's in that realm of time period. And, you know, as far as trying to get something to eat, you just grab it and go. It's not the healthiest place to be down there as far as your eating habits for uh, not only the elected representatives, but uh, also the staff. I mean, because the staff's got to be there when we're there. And so, you know, I've, I kind of feel sorry for them at times uh, having to put up with some of the things they have to put up with just so we can try to get things done. Yeah, it's a good point to remember the really long days during this kind of condensed time frame. I hope there's coffee. <laughs> yeah, there's always coffee. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would want to share with listeners about your role now or how things have evolved for you? Well, um, I would like to to make a point, and not just because I'm on your podcast, but um I don't think, and I hope the people that are members of the Missouri Municipal League understand what a great organization that they're a part of and and what work um, Richard and Shannon and and the whole group does uh, to to help us because a lot of times um, uh, they do the research for us because we don't, we're we're on other things all the time. And um, they are great advocates uh, to have down there. And, um, they, I'm never, the information that I have received, uh, from MML has always been, there's nothing that has surprised me. It's, it's, if there's something in the bill that it, there's no, I gotcha moments, uh, you, you kind of know what's going on. And as a, uh, representative, that's all you could ask for is to get the correct information, not be surprised by anything. And that way, uh, you're not caught off guard at a committee meeting or something along that lines. And because you want to say the things that you know are correct. Uh, so, and, uh, that doesn't mean all of them do. Sometimes I think everybody can, tries to talk about stuff that they really don't know about. But, um, but I do, I do hope people realize what a great organization, uh, that, uh, Missouri Municipal League is and I would, I would encourage everybody to get involved and make sure that they know what's going on. Well, that's wonderful. 
I like to wrap up episodes usually by asking our guests what they love about their community. So where are you from and what makes your community special? Uh, St. Joseph, Missouri. I've been here. I've lived here all my life. Uh, And the one thing, even though we have a population of of around 73, 75,000, we still have that small town feel. And when somebody needs help, uh, it's usually not hard to find a group or an organization to come in and and help out with a situation. When I was mayor, I was so proud of the way our community would come together uh, when when we absolutely needed it, and uh, and and they're just so they're thoughtful. I mean, we have our problems. We have um, the drug problems that a lot of the cities and communities have, and and things like that. But for the most part, uh, it's just it's just a small town feeling. And everybody knows you. I mean, you go, uh, in fact, my kids used to say, Dad, we don't like going anywhere with you because everybody talks to you. Um, and that's, that's fine. That's good. And, uh, when, as they get older, uh, I think they've appreciated a little bit more. Uh, but, uh, it's just, it's just a great community to be from. And, uh, I'm, I'm just glad I was able to raise my family in a community like this. That's wonderful. Well, Representative, we are so grateful for your time today. We know how busy things are for you now. And just for you to take the time and and share what's happening in Jeff City and and how local officials can be a part of it. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And listeners, be watching for future Missouri City View podcasts. To learn more about the Missouri Municipal League, visit mocities.com.